From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. As the man said, it is the WIA National News. Thanks, Trevor VK4BAT, who does all our IDs in this session. Alrighty, this is the news for week commencing July 13, and I'm Graham VK4BB. Have you ever wondered how you can have your news in the WIA National News? Well, if you'd like to submit news items for inclusion in the VK1WIA broadcasts, then all you need to do is email your item in text to nationalnews at wia.org.au. To submit audio, read the How to Submit Items in the weekly news page on wia.org.au. Remember, the sooner you submit material, the more the likelihood of it being broadcast in the very next edition of WIA National News. Now, this is important. Each item will only be broadcast once. If you want a couple of mentions please submit different slants to keep your event fresh and always, if the newsroom is to read your item, write it in the third person. Spy versus Spy? A new ground station will be built at the Australian Spy Base near Geraldton in West Australia, VK6, to dramatically upgrade access to next-generation military satellite communication for US and Australian troops across the globe. The move will provide a major boost to the warfighting capabilities of both countries, deepen the ANZUS alliance and improve the rapid sharing of intelligence. Australians in emergency situations could soon be using triple zero in a whole new way, with Communication Minister Malcolm Turnbull announcing a review into the system and how it could be better used to take advantage of modern mobile technologies. Communications technology continues to advance, presenting new and exciting opportunities to improve the existing voice arrangements, as well as new ways for telecommunication users to access assistance, Turnbull said. New services, such as the Emergency Plus smartphone app, which displays the phone's GPS coordinates for the caller to read out to the emergency operator, is a great example of how modern technology can be used to improve the triple zero service. Australia's emergency phone line service can currently only be reached via a voice call. Telstra has announced a multi-million dollar technology investment in the Adelaide Oval Stadium, which includes the introduction of 1,000 internet protocol TV screens and an upgrade of the mobile network to 4G. Adelaide Oval visitors will be able to use the IPTV screens to watch high-definition replays order food and drinks, and keep track of match statistics during sports events. Hams across Australia in VK3, Shepparton and District Amateur Radio Club's Hamfest takes place 14th of September. Just two and a half hours, it kicks off at 10am and wraps at 12.30. Great bargains to be had, commercial dealers in attendance, as well as lots of pre-loved goodies, door prize, raffle prizes and more. Time is running out to get a place in this free session of Masterclass Portable run by Amateur Radio Victoria. Would-be portable operators have to register to hear expert mini-lectures, see displays and ask panel questions. It will be held July the 19th at Ashburton. That is next Saturday and full details are available from Tony Hambling, Victor Kilo 3, Victor Tango Hotel.
His email address, vk3vth at amateurradio.com.au. VK4 and the Townsville Amateur Radio Club are holding the Cardwell Gathering October. That's October the 3rd and it's over four days. This radio amateur gathering in paradise will be based at the Cardwell Beachcomber Motel and Tourist Park with lots of things happening during the event for the whole family. Something that's happening for the Alara members in VK4 happens July 20. It's the Alara VK4 meet. Join us on July 20 for a get-together while munching delicious desserts at Brisbane's Freestyle 2 Dessert Palace in Fortitude Valley. There's a huge range of desserts on the menu, including gluten-free, soy or lactose intolerant. You can check the menu out at freestyle2.com.au. That's freestyle2.com.au. The table is booked for 2pm and individual payment when leaving has been specially arranged. RSVP now to reserve your place. Email Bambi, VK4AYL, at cooey.alara at gmail.com. That's Charlie Oscar Oscar, echo echo, dot alara at gmail.com. And save some creme brulee for me. This is Lynn, VK4SWE, Alara's VK4 rep on Spears Island. Who listens to radio? VK7PAK. VK7RI. VK4NRL. VK4 Victor Kilo X-ray Toowoomba. VK4 November Delta Yankee Toowoomba. VK3 Tapar X-ray Juliet. VK2 FBK T-Mobile. What use is an F-call? Every day you learn something new. I realise that's an obvious comment, but I'm regularly surprised at the range of experience and education that Amateur Radio brings to my life. In the weekly F Troop, a topic of conversation raised by Graham VKA6FSGH was station grounding. It's a topic that gets a range of coverage on the internet. Often, grounding is ignored, or only just hinted at by documentation. Antenna designs online regularly offer instruction on how long a piece of wire should be and how high it should be in the air, but not often a discussion on what the ground should look like. Graham pointed us at a document written and published by Motorola, titled Standards and Guidelines for Communication Sites. It's 518-page time on the topic of setting up a communication site. I'm still reading, but so far it covers all you want to know about anything. Chapter 4 was what caught our initial attention. It's 100 pages on the topic of external grounding. That's not the only part about grounding either. There's the chapter on internal grounding, 72 pages, and the appendices on measuring ground resistivity and one on verifying your grounding electrode system. All the websites that discuss in great detail how to build an antenna are handily supplemented by this document. It also points at specific Australian standards for all manner of interesting things, like lightning protection, concrete structures, galvanised coatings, tower design and more. In case you're thinking it's a dry technical read, it includes instructions that require a small sledgehammer, a tape measure, safety glasses and gloves. So be prepared to learn and do something. The document is called the Standards and Guidelines for Communication Sites and it's written by Motorola. Happy reading. I'm on OVKA6FLAB. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. With international news, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. 
fewer UK ham radio exam passes in 2013. The RCF Examination Committee have released their report on the amateur radio exams for the UK in 2013 and it shows fewer people passed in 2013 than in 2012. In 2012, 1,600 candidates passed the foundation, but the figures released by the RCF Examination Committee show that only 1,500 passed foundation in 2013. Germany gets limited 4-metre access. The German Federal Network Agency has approved the use of 70 to 70.030 MHz by German Class A radio amateurs, but only until the 31st of August. DARC report that the restrictions are similar to those for the 50 MHz band, 25 watts EIRP, all transmission modes, maximum bandwidth 12 kHz and horizontal polarisation. Major brands to discontinue plasma TVs. The BBC News website recently reported that Samsung is to stop producing plasma televisions by the 30th of November. Samsung said falling demand meant it would focus instead on curved and ultra-high-definition TVs. Other manufacturers, including Panasonic, Sony, Hitachi and Pioneer, have also pulled out of plasma TV manufacture in recent years. A number of plasma TV models from various manufacturers had been found to emit wideband RF noise, so decreasing the number of sets in circulation may lead to a welcome noise reduction in the long term for the handbands. Yota, Youngsters on the Air, is a youth movement inviting 15 European national youth teams to a selected rotating EU location every year to get together, learn from each other and experience various aspects of amateur radio through meaningful and entertaining concepts emphasising social, radio communication and technology skills. Oscar Foxtrot 3 ERTC is a special event amateur radio station active in conjunction with ERTC 2014 from July 18 to 20th, while Oscar Hotel 2 Yota will be active from the actual event site in Finland starting July 16th. The 247,000 radio amateurs in Thailand have new amateur radio regulations giving them important new privileges. Basic novice licence now get 60 watts on 144 and 100 watts on 28 megahertz. These regulations will allow operations on 6 metres 50 to 54 megahertz and will expand the 2 metre band by 500 kilohertz up to 146.5 megahertz and will activate the advanced class with privileges that will allow power output levels up to 1000 watts. Restrictions on HF radios that include 6 metres will be removed. Additional spectrum will also be authorised in the 160 and 80 metre HF bands. The new regulations were signed by the chair of the NBTC on June 20, 2014. Morse at 8 words per minute will remain as a component of the Intermediate and Advanced Class Amateur Radio Examination in Thailand. The Amateur Radio Class licences in Thailand are basic, intermediate and advanced amateur radio operator licence up to 1 kilowatt. Advanced is a new class, although advanced has been provided for in the regulation since 1987, and until now it had never been activated. There is also an extra class licence, which has only one licence holder, the King of Thailand, His Majesty Hotel Sierra 1 Alpha. Are you a fan of the hit TV series The Dome? If so, you'd be aware Series 1 featured trapped monarch butterflies under the dome. 
and Series 2 weird magnetic goings-on. Well, now researchers in the real world say that the monarch butterfly uses a magnetic compass to guide its extraordinary migration thousands of miles across North America. Let's hope Chester's mill is not in their flight path. Monarchs are believed to possess a form of sun compass, but even on cloudy days, they still keep flying south towards Mexico. To test for the theory that they also possessed a form of magnetic compass, scientists strapped butterflies into a flight simulator, allowing them to point in any direction while flying. They then surrounded the chamber with a magnetic coil and then varied the inclination angle of the field while at the same time exposing them to ultraviolet light. This, in essence, effectively changed the position of the equator and the poles. The monarchs responded by turning in the direction they perceived as south. In the world of contesting, the World Radio Sport Team Championship, which is the coordinating group of the upcoming WRTC 2014 competition, has announced the call signs that will be used by the contending teams. All competitors will use one-by-one call signs, starting with the prefix W, K, or N. This will be followed by the number 1, designating the United States' first call sign district where the event is being held. Also, a number of the available calls will not be used for various reasons. This includes the longest and shortest Morse suffixes letters. According to a new study, quantum particles have been found capable of tunneling through multiple long-range barriers. This is a phenomenon that is known as quantum tunnel effect. Formerly, this procedure was for one particle to pass through one barrier. However, the latest study was conducted by a team of researchers at the Institute for Experimental Physics in Austria showed the tunneling of quantum particles through five consecutive barriers simultaneously is possible with the help of an effect known as Bose enhancement. Bose enhancement is a phenomenon that affects in high-energy heavy ion collisions. How the study was performed and its findings to date were published in a recent issue of the journal Science. The Irish Radio Transmitters Society's Brendan Trophy for the first two-way transatlantic amateur communication has gone unclaimed for years. A determined effort is being made this summer by the Brendan Quest team in Pouch Cove, Newfoundland, using 750 watts to a 30-metre-long, 43-element, 3-metre Yagi at 6 to 8.5 metres above ground level. The VC1T team hoped to achieve transatlantic communication on 2 metres, one of the few remaining amateur radio distance records. The detailed summer operating schedule has now been released at www brendanquest.org and describes how VC1T will be using WSJT, CW and SSB between the 4th and 12th of July. It's important that EU operators follow the operating protocol closely to increase the chance of success. Full details, including details of the monster antenna, are on the website. BBC will mark the centenary of World War I events running from 2014 to 2018. This summer, as part of the season, BBC Learning will create eight large-scale inspirational Great War events that will take place throughout the UK, reflecting the dramatic impact the war had on local families and communities. The World War I at-home live events will reflect on the dramatic impact the war had on families and communities, as well as helping people to explore their own relatives' links to the war. 
The family-friendly events will include hands-on activities, performances and interactive sessions. People can also learn about how medicine and communications were transformed during the war, including demonstrations of how carrier pigeons were an invaluable resource for sending messages. Several amateur radio clubs are taking part in these events with special event stations and hands or hands-on Morse demos for visitors. These stories from the RSGB and from the Amateur Radio Newsline were on the web at www.arnewsline.org. And I'm Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF. You're tuned to VK1WIA. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Operational news on Felix VK4FUQ, Dateline 2014. SGA RS80 meter traffic contest July 26. 1010 International Summer Contest August 2 and 3. WIA Remembrance Day, the ID Contest, August 16 and 17. Alara Contest, August 30 and 31. Manly Warringah Radio Society's Flagpole Contest, September 20. Amateur Radio's International Air Ambulance Week, nine days from September 28. The IARU HF World Championship Contest takes place annually on the second full weekend of July, beginning at 1200 hours UTC on Saturday and ends 1200 hours UTC Sunday. That's this weekend, 12-13 July 2014. Both single and multi-operator stations may operate for the entire 24-hour period and all licensed amateurs worldwide are eligible to participate. Region 3 has 29 potential society stations, yet last year only 10 societies participated in the contest from Region 3. Again this year, there is the added incentive for the amateur from Region 3 to via the Michael Owen BK3KI award. Issued for the Region 3 amateur who receives the highest number of points during the championship. Your WIA is taking part and Vice President Chris Platt and the members of the Amateur Radio Experimenters Group will operate VK5 WIA from the banks of the Murray River near Young Husband. As a headquarters station, VK5 WIA will be a multiplier. SSB stations on the 160-80 metre band full-size dipole, the 40 metre band vertical, and the 2015 10-metre bands Yagi and or Spiderbeam. ISS contacts make 2014 AWL Field Day one to remember. One of the highlights of this year's AWL Field Day was a myriad of voice contacts offered up by the International Space Station. Through the efforts of crew member Reed Wiseman, many anxious ham radio operators had the experience, perhaps for the first time, of speaking with an astronaut orbiting the Earth via the ISS. Special event stations, DX Spigen, Repeater and Net Advice. This letter in from Peter Harding, VK4OD and the VK Ham team. We have made available on the website a free service of a complete listing of all repeaters throughout Australia, including known CB repeaters. However, these listings can only be as accurate as the data supplied to us. To enable the solely of accurate data, we would ask if members of the various club committees, the owners repeaters, to look at the data for their sites and send any adjustments to me at email address repeaters at vkham.com. To see your repeater, click on www.vkham.com, select Map, followed by your state, 
simply select the red dot for your region. Once it is updated, I will send a reply for your reference. And that letter from Peter Harding, VK4OD. E51QBV. Joel, K2QBV is operating holiday style from Rarotonga in the South Cook Islands. As E51QBV until the 21st of July. This follows on from a short stay in New Zealand where we operated the ZL stroke K2QBV. E6XG. JA1XGI has announced his next operation will be from New E between December the 1st and the 6th and is expected to be issued to call sign E6XG. Activity will be on 160 through 10 metres, CWSSB and some digital. QSL virus home call sign JA1XGI, either direct or via the Bureau. Awards Achievement Award for Victorian Local Government Areas Increased interest is being shown in the Local Government Award run by Amateur Radio Victoria, which recognises working in the local government areas in Victoria. Anyone within the boundary of the 79 local government cities, rural cities, shires or the borough of Queenscliff can claim points under a set of rules. A radio amateur must be identifiable within a municipality, usually by an announcement during a QSO. However, repeater, IRLP or echolink contacts are not valid for the award. Under the rules, VK3 stations must have 40 different municipalities, other VK stations 30, and DX stations with 20. Endorsements are available for modes and particularly those who achieve all 79 municipalities. See the full rules of the Local Government Award or for further inquiries contact the Awards Manager, Tony Hambling VK3VTH. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service in the mid-north of South Australia. It can be heard on VK5 RMN 146.700 at 9am Sunday. I'm Bob, VK5 MRW. I'm Brian, VK3GR with Worldwide Special Interest Groups, beginning with ATV. Getting ready for the World ATV QSO Party. Preparations are being made for the annual on-air gathering of those involved in the visual mode of amateur television. It will be on the Melbourne Geelong VK3RTV repeater and stream through the British Amateur Television Club. This is the fourth annual World Digital ATV QSO Party, which was originally part of the centenary for Amateur Radio Victoria. The event is on Friday the 29th and Saturday the 30th of August, involving anchors in England, the USA and Australia. Other countries are most welcome to join. Friday night will be VK only, including links to the new digital repeater, VK5RDC at Port Pirie, and possibly joined by VK4RKC in Brisbane. Australians can work through their local ATV repeaters, and net controllers are to provide the internet links. Those ATVers not within repeater range may pre-arrange to Skype in direct to Master Controller Peter VK3BFG. On the Saturday, there will be four net controllers, Peter VK3BFG, Don KE6BXT, Art WR8DMC, and for the first time, Noel G8GTZ. International repeaters are W6ATN, WR8ATV, GB3HV, and possibly GB3SQ and GB3KM. The event is basically a show-and-tell format, 
that uses a combination of direct inputs for those within range of the ATV repeaters and contributions via Skype. Worldwide special interest groups, Final Frontier. Amateur satellites become involved. Amateur satellite operating is one of the most interesting and rewarding modes in our hobby. The satellites are relatively easy to access and require very little hardware investment to get started. You can gain access to the FM repeaters in the sky with just a dual-band handheld operating on 2 metres and 70 centimetres. These easy-to-use and popular FM satellites will give amateurs national communication and handheld access into New Zealand at various times through the day and night. Should you wish to join AMSAT VK, sign up at the group site group.amsat-vk.org. Worldwide special interest groups, internet, the ham's domain. Google has offered up a set of warnings on YouTube. The new warnings of sorts appeared as part of an annual transparency effort by Google. Back on May 29th, Google received its annual video quality report, which covers ISP performance in the United States, Canada, Australia and New Zealand. Google offers a blue widget to take users to reports to assess their network performance versus other ISPs in the region to assess who's to blame for a slowdown. It tends to pop up in YouTube when slow video playback is encountered and can help determine the cause. It might be organic, like peak traffic, or artificial network manipulation. The page shows you statistics not only on your connection, but also chronological averages for your service provider at different times of day for different kinds of content, e.g. low quality, standard definition, and high definition. It also lets you compare that to other ISPs in your region or to ISPs in other regions. Now to Worldwide Special Interest Groups, ILLW. The CCARC will operate Club Station VK7NW from the Devonport Maritime Museum on the International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend being held on the weekend of August 16 and 17. The museum has indicated that they would be happy to have CCARC along after a successful event last year. Not only does it promote the museum, it also promotes amateur radio with curious onlookers stopping by to talk to the amateurs present. Amateurs will be required, so if you can go along and help out, if you have some spare time perhaps, please let David, VK7DC, know if you're planning to attend. CCARC members will also be activating the Table Cape and Round Hill Point Lighthouses as part of this ILLW weekend. Worldwide special interest groups, Radiometers, Young Timers, special call sign for a Yoda event. The Youngsters on the Air event at Wolverhampton on 19th and 20th of July has been granted an NOV to use with the call sign GB1 Yota on site. The Yota UK event has been timed to coincide with the IARU Region 1 Yota gathering in Finland and it's hoped that GB1 YOTA will also be able to make contact with the Finnish station. Activities at the UK event include workshops on summits of the air, Satellite working, digital modes, intermediate practical assessments, and centenary PSK receiver building, also a barbecue, and an ARDF contest, all of which have been arranged by young amateurs for young amateurs. That's all from me this week, VK3GR, signing off. Are you an amateur radio user or user? Whether it be the WIA, your local club, show your support in a tangible way. Support the providers you utilise. Fast approaching the end of WIA National News. Just a bit of time left to have a look at Rewind, a look back at history. Back in 1898, Nikola Telsa presented his invention, the Teleautomation, at Madison Square Garden's inaugural electrical exhibition. 
The teleautomation, in the form of a miniature boat, was the first ever radio control device. The technology, hidden because Tesla feared its theft, involved encoding and decoding Hertzian waves directly from within the device, according to the website teleautomation.com. Some people believe that Tesla was controlling the battery-powered boat with his mind. On the social scene, what's happening this weekend? Of course, it's Gipstex, the conference, July 12-13. July 19, also in VK3, it's GGREC's 2014 Hamfest, the Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club. July 19 in VK4 is Caboolture Radio Club's Hamfest at the Scout Ground, 169 Smiths Road. July 27 in VK4, the Gold Coast Amateur Radio Society's 11am social at Logan Central Gardens. August 3 in VK6, Northern Corridor Radio Group's Hamfest. September 13 in VK4, Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club Sunfest, Wombai School of Arts. September 14 in VK3, Shepparton and District Amateur Radio Club's Hamfest kicks off at 10am. And September 28, also VK3, Melbourne Amateur Radio Technologies Group Hamfest at Keylor East. October 3 in VK4, Townsville Amateur Radio Club's Cardwell Gathering, the four-day event. The Hamfest on the Gold Coast happens October 25. November 2 in VK5, Hamfest, Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society. The Miana Hamfest in VK7, November 15. All wraps up this year in VK3, November 30, with SPARC's Hamfest at Rosebud. Till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB and next week we'll have Robert and Brian along with the news. Till then, walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.